great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you, Rita Cosby, for another great show. And a lot to get to this morning. We are going to be taking your telephone calls on this Friday morning. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And so I have a, a list of topics uh, that we we will get to. But we all know that there's really only one topic that you, our listeners, want to talk about. Attorney General Merrick Garland asked the federal court to unseal the warrant, the search warrant of former President Trump, Florida home. That's one topic. That's one topic. That's the biggie. That's the doozy. Some local topics as it relates to the the migrants that are here from Texas, some that were put on the bus and shipped here got so fed up waiting for beds in the shelter system that they have used the charity money that was provided to them to head to Washington, D.C. Interesting. And you talk about New York. Well, today at the City Hall subway station, the number six train, a man gets off a subway with his birthday suit on and no one flinches absolutely buck naked. This happened on the subway system this morning and coming up at 1245 in my Chronicles of Dominic Carter, we will talk with a legendary New York retired cop who runs the cops and kids boxing program. His name, Pat Russo He's having a big boxing event at the Ferry Hawk Stadium on Staten Island with first responders boxing that's coming up September 10th. So now that I went through a couple of stories that was on my mind, I can already see all the calls completely lit up that you folks want to talk about this Trump situation. So here's my two cents. My two cents at 3 p.m. today. 3 p.m. today, on this Friday, we will have some answers, should have some answers to this situation. We should have some answers at 3 p.m. today. We all know the headline, the Attorney General asked the federal court to unseal the search warrant of President Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. Folks, What we are looking at right now is a high-stakes game of gotcha. That's what's going on right now. Who will blank first? That is the issue. The reason why I cite 3 p.m., the court has given Team Trump until 3 p.m. today to respond to Garland's request. Now, if Team Trump objects and does not want the details of the uh, warrant in the public domain, that's not going to look good. But we will see what will happen. But what is clear at this point, and this is still my two cents, this is way, way, way more important than just some simple uh, documents that have to go back to the National Archive. This is way beyond that. As you may have heard or read, that 
the FBI search, uh, according to the Washington Post, may have been related to nuclear documents. Nuclear documents. There are also other reports out there that say that the documents relate to what the government calls special access programs, a designation even more classified than top secret that is typically reserved for extremely sensitive operations carried out by the United States abroad. And so Merrick Garland, the attorney general, made what some might say was the unprecedented move given this situation, feeling the heat to come address reporters. And that's what he did just a few hours ago. The department filed the motion to make public the warrant and receipt in light of the former president's public confirmation of the search, the surrounding circumstances, and the substantial public interest in this matter. Faithful adherence to the rule of law is the bedrock principle of the Justice Department and of our democracy. Upholding the rule of law means applying the law evenly, without fear or favor. Just a few hours ago, let's go to the telephone lines. 1-800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's start with Leonardo in the Bronx. Good morning, Leonardo, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Hey, Dominic. Um, I just... uh... You know, I was looking at that New York Post uh, blurb about the nuclear weapon uh, document, and uh, boy, it, it took them almost two years since uh, Trump, um, as you know, the November election, that uh, they're finally getting around it. So it it, it seems very convenient uh, to give it a sense of urgency now that there's a public outcry that maybe it has something to do with nuclear weapons. I wonder what they think that they had to go in there like that. Uh, storm in with the raid. Maybe uh, Donald Trump was in uh, Melania's lingerie uh, closet building a nuclear weapon. Is that is could that be possible? What do you think? Hey, Leonardo, I, I hear you on the sarcasm, but let me ask you this. And and we this is pure speculation, because even if it is in the Washington Post, that doesn't mean that it's accurate. So let's just say for argument's sake, it's related to to nuclear documents. Does that change the way you view this scenario? Absolutely not, because two years has gone by. I think the whole story is just fake and political theater. It's way too convenient that he's just about ready to announce to run. Look at what they've done to this man in the last five years. I know a lot of the public doesn't have very much of a um, a memory over time. This is just incredible. And it has nothing to do, in my opinion, with hating Donald Trump. It has to do with fearing Donald Trump and fearing the American people that we might get back to the semblance of the uh, republic the democratic republic that was the foundation of this country instead of being run by a couple of elites that are sitting in a swamp in in D.C. Well, Leonardo, I, I, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. And the one thing, the one issue as it relates to all of this uh, that disgusts me on a personal level, and thank you for the call, Leonardo, how in the world do you have agents and I'm assuming some were, most were males, some were females. But how do you how do you have agents going through the former first lady's uh, personal wardrobe? I mean, her personal closet. I I understand stuff can be uh, hidden or placed in in locations that you would not normally think they would be. But at some point, there has to be some respect. This is the former first lady of the United States of America. And you're going through her garment bags and her personal, uh, God knows what, what they were going through. Let's go now up to uh, Boston. Let's say good morning to Jules. Good morning, Jules. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, thank you so much for taking my call. I really appreciate it. 
Um, I actually was one of those people that was really calling for the Attorney General to um, be clear with the American people about what this is all about. And I'm glad that he addressed the reporters yesterday. I was very concerned that there was overreach. But I have to say, if it has to do with nuclear weapons, that is very concerning to me. And I um, would like to hear more about that. And if the president of the United States pushes back on releasing these documents, that would be a concern to me as well. Well, that, Jules, that's that's the million-dollar question in terms of what does Team Trump do uh, at, at the request of this federal judge. If If Team Trump fights or objects to releasing uh, this information, like I said a, a minute ago, that this is a high-stakes game of chess now between Team Trump and the Justice Department. And so if they agree to release it, that will be interesting, Team Trump. And if they – there's a reason why the AG came out, because initially the Justice Department was against – releasing this information and then changed its its position. So they are posturing and at 3 p.m. today we will see what team Trump has to say and I thank you Jules for the uh telephone call. Let's go now to let's see here. Let's go to Miguel in Queens. Our friend Miguel, good morning Miguel. What's on your mind? Good morning Dominic. Uh, it's good to talk to you again. Um, I think um, when I look at all this raid and all this stuff that's going on, we got to get this country back to normal. Right now, we have a president that doesn't know where he is. We have a former president, which has so many investigations that this is going to continue. Even if he gets reelected, they're going to keep on looking for stuff. We need someone new to come in there, a Republican that's going to change. That's not going to have all this investigation. It's too much. We got to get this country back. We got to get the gas prices back down. We got to get people back, the jobs back. But There's but so Miguel, but Miguel, the and pushback. We're worried about Trump and Biden. The pushback on your argument. The pushback. If you're a Trump supporter listening right now, the pushback is okay. Everything you just said, Miguel, sounds great. But the guy to do that is Donald Trump. He's the guy uh, that has the support of the Republican Party, and they will say of the American people. How do you respond to that, Miguel? I, I understand that. I did vote for him, but it's just, and I support him, but it's just too many things going on. And the problem is he's going to run again, and we might end up losing again. And we can't take four more years of Biden. We, we just can't do it. I don't know if we'll, the country will come back. Right. Well, I, I, I don't I, know if I, I, we're still standing. I agree. I agree with you on, on that front that we uh, that the country cannot uh, afford uh, four more years of uh, Joe Biden. And, and I don't say that as a partisan attack. Thank you for the call, Miguel. It's always uh, nice chatting with you. I say that because if you look by almost any and every indication, where's the plus? For him to stay in office, the, the the market's been hit. We go to we go to the gas pump. Yes, it's come down, but I went to get gas the other day. I said, "Oh, this is great. It's it's the low four dollars. It still costs me sixty five dollars when it would normally cost me thirty eight dollars to fill up my tank." So we're still paying uh, ridiculous gas prices. We're still hit with the inflation. We're still hit with the migrants coming over the border. America cannot survive four more years of uh, Joe Biden. And I, I don't think it would be fair to him because I don't think that he's up to the task. I, I, I really don't. I really don't. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. High noon time. High noon time is today at 3 p.m. Team Trump has to respond in court to uh, the attorney general's request to release the information on the warrant. This is all public posturing. 
this is what's going on. It's a high-stakes game because they are forcing Team Trump to go on the record knowing very well that the federal judge may say, okay, release it, or the judge still may decline to release the uh, public information, even though the pressure will be enormous if Team Trump, Team Trump says go ahead and, uh, and, and release it. Let's go to uh, Alan in Brooklyn. Good morning, Alan. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic, thanks for taking my call. Good to talk to you again. Of course. Go right ahead, please. Yep. On a local level, uh, you know, Hochul's got to go. So, you know, we need Lee Zeldin to fix the city. Uh, You know, I heard that uh, Cuomo's lawyers are going, you know, going to sue Attorney General Letitia James. So I just hope those two creeps rake each other through the mud. That would be nice to watch. As far as this whole Trump situation, so... Um, I'm a, you know, I voted for him twice. You know, the man has his flaws. Uh, he's far from perfect, but, you know, I agree with you. Uh, he definitely has the support, not just of the Republican Party, but there are many people on the fence, such as independents, who will, you know, if the election were tomorrow, would definitely vote for him. You know, look at all the polls. He definitely is by far and away the strongest candidate in the GOP, and it has, you know, the highest rating. So there's no doubt he wants to run. But, you know, I... I as far as this whole thing with the nuclear documents, I personally think it's fabricated. Um, and I'm saying that uh, because look how many times they've, the Democrats have moved the goalposts over the last you know, four to six years to try to destroy this man. And people like me are fed up because, you know, everyday working class Americans, law abiding citizens, you know, they're putting all their resources, all their energy into, you know, chasing this one man who they can't, who they hate with a passion and they're petrified of getting elected again, potentially, when, you know, we have an open border, we, we don't know who's coming in, terrorists, all types of diseases. Um, you know, obviously, energy prices, gasoline is through the roof, energy costs are through the roof. You know, it's just it's one thing after the other. Crime is, you know, rampant in cities, and the audacity of the FBI director, Christopher Ray today, uh, I, I don't condone violence, and obviously that, that situation in Cincinnati, I'm not condoning it. It was wrong because that's what the Democrats and the media wants. They're trying to goad, you know, everyday Americans into saying, look, you know, they're violent and they're extremists, et cetera. So my point is, is that, you know what, everybody is fed up because we're sick of the double standard, and you know what, we just feel like we're forgotten. And you can't ignore, you know, half over half the country, and it's probably more than, than that by now, who, you know, just want to go about, you know, good education, you know, maybe get a better life for their children, good education, safe neighborhoods, making a good living, living in a a nice environment. You know, that's what the American dream is all about. Right. Well, we, we are definitely, Alan, in a situation where we're so polarized that it, it, it just makes me sigh because, Almost, almost nothing can get done of substance in 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 Washington, and by the FBI, the Justice Department doing uh, what they did in terms of this raid, it just it just violates it violates common decency, and so the Justice Department again, th- th- this is a game, a high stakes game of chess. The Justice Department is betting. Essentially, this is what's going on. When the AG came before the cameras and made the statement, they're betting that Team Trump is going to go, whoa, 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 we don't want the the contents of the warrant to be made public. That's what they're betting on. But you would think that this Justice Department would would, would know that you can't judge Trump like a typical or regular politician, something that may destroy another politician only emboldens uh, Trump's base. And so 3 p.m. today, that is going to be a very critical and crucial time into how all of this is going to play out. Let's go to BJ in Queens. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. uh, First of all, I'd like to thank the uh, Democrat Party 
and the president and the attorney general for getting Donald Trump elected in 2024. Uh, they saved him a lot of money on campaigning. Uh, and uh, I appreciate it. I truly do. Um, and uh, so will the rest of the country once he gets into 2024 to finish the, the beautiful job that he started, to finish the wall, to finish all the other projects that he had to uh, – he got uh, cut out of, so to speak. Hey, BJ, uh, BJ, and- well, I'm going to let you make your statement, but I want you to think about this for a second, okay? So let, let's, say, let's say that you're correct uh, that Mr. Trump uh, wins the election. Let's say that you're – that you are correct. And and I agree the Justice Department made him much, much stronger and viable. But I want you to think about this for a second, right, in terms of how screwed things are in, in our great country, how things are screwed up. Think about this. So Trump, let's say for argument's sake, wins again, and now he's the commander-in-chief of the same FBI that raided his house. How well do you think that's going to work? Well, I I tell you what, I wouldn't want to be those guys. I'd like to put in my retirement paperwork because a lot of those folks are not going to have a lot of friends in the White House. They may want to stay, but uh, frankly, I mean, um, and I would imagine a number of them found this, this task very distasteful. Uh, but they, they, you know, they did what their their job is to do is to follow orders. They, you know, and and you know that's. But you know, the the sad thing is, is that I I don't trust this uh, this process that took place. So uh, they went in. They refused anyone to take footage of it uh, or any type of pictures. They could, you know, I mean, who's to say someone not them, but maybe someone planted information. So if they come back with, uh, you know, after three o'clock tomorrow and they say, well, you, 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 you had in your possession classified documents, you have a problem, sir. You know, I mean, who are we to believe now? You see what I'm saying? Even if uh, if, this is what's happened, Dominic, the trust is gone now. The trust in our institution is gone. Absolutely. You know, and it makes us a much more disharmonious country. You know, 21 years ago, we're coming up in the 21st anniversary of 9-11. We were we could all get behind that. We had cops and firemen that were running in to save people, absolute strangers, because they took an oath to save people like that. I don't know if that would happen tomorrow, Dominic. Right. I can't say with certainty that that this type of thing would happen if this is the, the, the breakdown of the rule of law. When people, st- you know, and also Garland set forth a president. The next Republican that wants to hold a grudge today it's Donald Trump. Tomorrow it could be Bernie Sanders or AOC or any you know any populist du jour. You know, if they just want to start witch hunting people, this is the most vetted president in the history of the United States. They've spent a hundred million dollars, countless hours and months trying to find something wrong with him, and they can't. Well, BJ, I I thank you for the call. Um, I think the one common theme that we can all agree on is that the country is so divided and this raid didn't do anything to bring us together. It's only tearing us apart even more. And so the attorney general, and, and I don't, I don't like to uh, Monday morning quarterback, but the statement that's being made now, considering it was an unprecedented move to raid the home of a former president, Perhaps this should have been done on Monday when this happened to to give the American people I I, I don't want to say a, a point of ease, but at least maybe your side of the story. So now here we are, several days later, three p.m. deadline for Friday for Team Trump to get back to the federal judge. That doesn't mean that we're going to know the contents of why this warrant was issued. It only means that team Trump has to submit their position. The justice department knows that whatever position team Trump submits, it's international news like that, just like that within the snap of a finger, whatever response that comes from team Trump, 
It is going to be international news. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Marano and the other side of midnight. And during my uh, Chronicles of Dominic Carter uh, at about 1245, we're going to switch gears a little. We are going to talk to someone who is a big hero as far as I'm concerned, Pat Russo. Uh, who runs the Cops and Kids boxing program. They have a big boxing event coming up at the Ferry Hawk Stadium on Staten Island with first responders, first responders from different agencies, boxing all for charity. When we come back, we see all of the telephone calls. We are going to get to as many of them as possible. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. 3 p.m. is the deadline today for Team Trump to submit their response to the federal judge on whether or not the warrant and the affidavit and the contents should be made public. So we're taking your telephone calls, and uh, I just received an email. I just used her first name, Melanie. And uh, Melanie just said to me, honestly, if they were hiding papers about our nuclear secrets in her closet, referring to the first lady or lingerie, it's akin to using her as a human shield. Wherever they are, they shouldn't be there, and the agents had no choice but to search. As for the search being unseemly, I think it's more unseemly for him to be fundraising off this raid. I'm only speaking, uh, frankly, as a man, and obviously I'm not the president of the United States, but I would be livid if the FBI, especially male agents, went into my wife's closet and looked at her personal, went through her personal items and possibly her lingerie. I would be livid. So imagine how Mr. Trump may feel. And his wife actually was the first lady of the United States. Let's go back to the uh, telephone calls. Let's go to um, Jimmy in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jimmy. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. The goal here was to stop Trump. This is worse, far worse than so-called voter intimidation and suppression. This is candidate suppression. So we're not going to be denied the vote. We're going to be denied the candidate. This is the goal, to make a big, splashy spectacle here. You know, in communist teaching, you do stunts. You do several stunts. You create an illusion. Okay? And this is what's going on here. One more point. Sun Tzu, 2,500 years ago, in the Art of War, says, turn your enemies, admirals and generals, inward against their country. Turn the agents and spies inward against their country. This has happened here. This is absolutely incredible. The people that hate Trump, why do they hate Trump? Do they hate him because he stopped the drug cartels? Did they hate him because he had closed borders? Did they hate him because he prevented crime? Did they hate Trump because he says we could say Merry Christmas? Did they hate Trump because he stood up to Russia, China, and Iran? Anybody who did what Trump did, the liberals would hate. So the well, idea no, that we've got to get another Republican is but ridiculous. Jimmy, 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 it seems like the consensus is that uh, you use the word hate. It seems like people on the other side, or at least many Democrats, hated him because of his personality, abrasive personality. He wasn't uh, a typical politician, which is a good thing. You need somebody to shake up the system, but that's why they didn't like him. It's only a small percentage that didn't like his personality. Look, I may not like my dentist, but if he does great work, I'm still going to use him. You, you the, got a the good point there, Jimmy. Trump is that's because Trump was in the way of the enemy. Mm-hmm. Well, Jimmy, that, that that's a good illustration because uh, we agree on that. Even if you uh, really don't like your dentist, if the dentist gets the job done, that is the bottom line. And you can't deny, folks, if we're being honest about this, right, Trump was getting the job done. I'm not saying that as a Democrat. I'm not saying it as a Republican. I'm telling you the truth. 
Now, did he have the greatest personality? No. Did he rub people the wrong way? Yes. Yeah. Did it go too far? Yes. But was he effective? Yes. And that is the bottom line. Period. Let's go to John in New Jersey. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, uh, Mr. Carter, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I want to say the caller before this one, he's right on. This is they making this up just like they made the story up in 2016 about Trump with Russian collusion. It's all smoke and mirrors like uh, we we understand now the words. Now, uh, the I understood from hearing all day. I'm listening to the oh, past oh couple years now talk radio. Now uh, they doing this to him because, like the caller just said, they don't we, we they don't want. Trump to run. So we have no candidate. They're afraid of him mainly because or anybody like him could be anybody could be you or me there as the president. If John, we would do the same thing that Trump did, they're going to hate us because they are using the communist rules. John, and, John, and, let, let and me ask you this question. Communist way. John, let me ask you this question. What if the Washington Post report is accurate that the search warrant is based on nuclear information. What if that report is accurate? Does that change anything for you? It could. It is accurate because they made it up. You don't understand what I'm trying to say. This judge probably don't like Trump either for the same reason I'm telling you. And and uh, Attorney General Garland, they all planned it ahead of time. See, that's why they hesitate. A person that don't plan things to do evil don't have to plan it. They just do it because they're doing the right thing. People that are planning evil have to plan it more to make sure it is done the way they want it done. Like he said, we had to do it this way and make sure it's done the right way. What he's really trying to say is make sure we do it the way they want it done. They, it's so easy when people are against you and they want it to stick that thing on you, that whatever it is, and put him in jail and he, he doesn't become the president again. All they had to do is to make that up and have that in a file, the judge seals it. Now, I understand the judge can refuse to unseal it. Well, I believe Trump is going to say, yes, open it. But the judge is going to say no. They right. call their bluff. But well, they're not going to show well, it to well, him or well, we to don't, you and me because well, it is not true. Well, John, nobody's called anyone's bluff as of yet because Team Trump has not responded. But, folks, let's be very clear about this. As soon as I saw Merrick Garland, the attorney general, go before the cameras, it's very clear what's going on, a high-stakes game of chess. They are trying, they being defined as the Justice Department, to checkmate Team Trump. They are essentially saying, we know that there's embarrassing information in this warrant and affidavit, Mr. Trump, that's going to embarrass you if it's public, and so that's why we want it public now. Basically, that's what the Justice Department's argument is, and we will see how this is all going to play out. Let's see what Stan in Forest Hills has to say. Good morning, Stan. What's on your mind? Uh, Merrick Garland is a brilliant, brilliant man, really smart. He knows how to put somebody in a box, and he's put him in a box by his own. Wait, wait, who's him? Who's him? Merrick Garland has put Donald Trump in a box. Okay, okay, go ahead. There's nobody else that we're talking no, about. No, I, I just, I just sort it of all Dominic can follow. Right, I hope not. I hope not. I hope not, Bill. <laughs> I would defend you. <laughs> well, thank you, Stan. Go right ahead. With cake. Anyway. Well, thank you. Thank anyway, you. forget, but let's forget you. There's no doubt in my mind, you're right, it's, it, it's, uh, it's a chess game tomorrow. The question is at 3 o'clock, will, will the former president uh, unseal the warrant? 
I believe he will not. Now, the judge won't force it because Merrick Garland says, you can open it up if you want to. Go right ahead. He's, t- he's letting him. He said, go ahead. So I don't think the judge will do anything. If he doesn't want to do it, he won't open it up, the judge. So I think Merrick Garland's got him right where he wants him. And I don't believe he will. I don't think he will. I don't think he wants to go through that part of it. He'll fight another time, I when, guess. When you say you don't think he will, are you referring to Trump? I just, I just need to yeah, be yeah, very yeah. specific. Okay. I believe him and his lawyers tomorrow at 3 o'clock, will they unseal the warrant? I believe they will not. I don't think so. I think the, the lawyers will say to him, look, let's, not, let's fight another time, blah, 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 blah. I think that's what they'll do. Uh, Garland played this exactly. He, he said, look, he has a right have the warrant open if he wants to go right ahead he told them go right ahead he's got rights <laughs> i mean garland is pretty smart so he gave it to him go ahead open it up at three o'clock and the question is will he i don't think he will i think you do you think he will Tom? um I, take a guess. you gotta take a guess it, it, okay so if if i have to guess i i believe team trump is going to object to the warrant being released, I, exactly right. But but yeah. then but and let me let me just make this clear. And Stan, right, I, right. I thank you for the call. Let me just make this clear: why you know this is a game of high stakes chess. You don't think the Justice Department has about thirty reporters that they could leak this to anyway without any fingerprints being on it? Of course, either side that wants it out there, the warrant can get it out there. If you can get out a Supreme Court ruling on abortion, you don't think the Justice Department can pick one of about 100 reporters and quietly leak this information to, and then it's in the public domain. But it's a a game of high-stakes chess. They are forcing Team Trump to publicly take a position. That's what's going on. And so I I really don't know what Team Trump will do. But they have the deadline of 3 o'clock. They may decide to completely preempt the Justice Department and release it themselves. That's the only thing I can see because other than that, they're playing a game where the Justice Department is moving the pieces. And obviously Team Trump does not want to do that. Marianne in Queens, we're going to be going to your call in just a little bit. Uh, what what I'm going to do is uh, standing by is Pat Russo uh, of the Cops and Kids um, uh, boxing program. I'm going to ask Pat to please uh, uh, forgive me. We're going to put his interview uh, that we were about to do on hold, given the amount of calls that we have And on Monday, on Monday, I will ask Pat Russo to call back up and join me at that time. But we will continue when we come back with all of your telephone calls on the Trump situation. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. The entire world is watching. The Attorney General of the United States has already uh, addressed the the media and also stood up for the uh, FBI and its personnel, and now it's Team Trump's side to respond. What do they do at 3 p.m. today? Do they tell the federal judge, go ahead and release the warrant about the raid and the affidavit? Or do they say they object? If they object, then the question becomes from the mainstream media, well, why would you object? What are you hiding? And so it's going to be very, very interesting. I was um, about to do an interview with Pat Russo of the uh, NYPD cops and uh, the cops and kids boxing program, but I have asked Pat uh, to please uh, uh, join us on Monday because of of all this news uh, with Team Trump and the clock is ticking where they have until 3 p.m. today. We have uh, put that interview off until Monday. We're going right back to the telephone calls right now. Coming up at 1 a.m., 
Frank Morano on the other side of midnight. Marianne in Queens, you're up. Good morning. What's on your mind? Marianne? Yes. Go right ahead. Uh, well, uh, what happened to democracy in America is very, very uh, concerning. We have a sitting president that is using his attorney general to get rid of a possible candidate for the presidency in 2024. Under the Democrat control, the FBI and the CIA have me very worried. They remind me of the Gestapo, the Secret Service of Nazi Germany. Remember, the Gestapo used informal surveillance, house searches, and brutal interrogation methods to carry out their investigation. And they were responsible for protecting the Nazi regime from its supposed political enemies. You put this together and you see that is exactly what is happening in the United States. And we have to be worried about that because we are anti-Nazi, but we are using exactly what they used to do in America where we are supposed to be Democrats. What's going on here, Dominic? Right. Well, Marianne, uh, you raise a good question, and I I thank you uh, for your call. Um, It's almost like a a game of high-stakes poker to describe uh, the deadline of 3 p.m. today. Let's go to uh, Frederick in Brooklyn. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hello, Frederick. Please pay. Okay, Frederick, are you there? Okay. Thank you, for Frederick. Let's go to Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jacqueline. Good morning, Dominic. Um, this is not really what I called in about, so I'm going to make this as fast as I can so I can I can get to my main point for calling. It, it does have to be quick, Jacqueline. I know, I know, and you know I'm, I'm pretty fast. Okay. President Trump has nothing to hide. He retains the highest security clearance of anyone in the country for life. He's got more classified information in his memory than on paper. And as usual, I have to educate the know-it-all, know-nothing from Forest Hills and the rest of the usual suspects on that. He has the authority to classify or declassify whatever he wants. So even if the documents that he had in his possession were classified, he maintains the highest security clearance for his life. This is all being done, and this is my name. But Jacqueline, it's not for life. It's only while, while any president is in office. It is not for life. No, he he maintains his highest security clearance for life, which is why the presidents have Secret Service protection for the duration of their life. But my main reason for calling, the point is to distract the eye from seeing what the hand is about to do today. I'm not sure exactly. I'm not exactly sure what time it's going to be, but Congress will be voting, I guess, between the hours of 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. On the Inflation Reduction Act, the $800 billion Inflation Reduction Act. And all of your listeners throughout the country need to call their congressperson between now and 8 and 11 a.m. They can find out who their congressperson is online. All they have to do is enter their address. If they don't want to enter their address, they can enter the address of a neighbor that they don't like. They can get the telephone number of the local office. And if you will allow me to give the telephone number, but for the D.C. switchboard, that is operational 24-7-365. All they have to do is ask for the telephone number of their congressperson, and then they can ask to be connected and can get the number for the local office online. Okay, so what is the number quickly, Jacqueline? That is 202-224-3121, and that is for the D.C. switchboard. All they have to do is give the name of their congressperson, ask for their D.C. telephone number, and ask for the person at the switchboard to connect them to their D.C. congressperson's telephone number. And they can do that again between now and 8 a.m. or 11 a.m. tomorrow. I don't know what time the vote is going to be, but it is imperative that they do that. Thank you, as as usual, for um, for a, um, a, a very spirited and uh Educating call, Jacqueline. Thank you very much. Valerina in Florida. Are you in Florida, the state of Florida, Valerina? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir, okay. Okay. I'm an attorney. I'm an attorney. I don't practice um, uh, trial law anymore. I do a different type of work. I used to do a lot of civil, and I did a little bit of misdemeanor. But we had to learn 
criminal defense backward and forwards to pass the bar. 1963, Wong Sung, Justice Frankfurter, fruit of the poisonous tree. He came up with that brilliant analogy. Okay, I'm short on time, so I need you to get to the point. If you said if you were arrested, usually I didn't hear that part. Um, I'm sorry, Nick. So Justice Frankfurter, 1963, United States Supreme Law criminal case. All the evidence was thrown out of this drug dealer case because it was an illegal arrest, and it was it was based on a bad informant and okay. everything that they got. Yeah, but but that doesn't that doesn't apply. But that doesn't apply. This is from I thank you for the call. This is from the highest levels of the Justice Department. So and it involves a former president of the United States. So you better believe anything they found in that house they can use. The question is that we all have. What did they find? Dave in Pennsylvania. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Don. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. Uh, I, I guess this, I, 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 from my last count, this is impeachment number five. Um, th- this is the total ruse. It's all political. They're basically, and you don't know what, if they're going to plan something or, or create speculation that there's something there, enough so that the, the American media can, Democratic Party media can collude and, and create stories. And just another, this would be another platform to basically undermine Trump. Uh, and to make him look like a bad guy. That, I mean, that's it's that's what it, is. it comes down to me in a nutshell. So, Dave, I will ask you the same uh, or bring up the same point I've asked a, a few of the listeners. Uh, you know, the Washington Post says that it's uh, nuclear related. What if it turns out that's the case? Will that change your point of view? You know, I don't know. You know, at this point in time. You know, with the FISA court, the, the, FBI, the investigation behind the, how the FBI colluded or, or, or how they ever mis, were allowed to have permission to spy on, on Trump, I, I don't know what – it's hard to believe anything. I mean, even if it's nuclear, if it's nuclear information and they and they wanted – it was classified, they need to retrieve it, fine. But they didn't have to go through this rouse and make this, this type of – they could have arranged this and coordinated this. Um, right, but but you already know, Dave, and I thank you for the call. You already know, and uh, uh, the Attorney General already alluded to this. You know their claim is going to be they tried to work this out with Team Trump, uh, but Team Trump stalled. It didn't. It didn't happen, and they couldn't wait any longer. You already know, folks. That's the uh, narrative that's going to come uh, from this. We are going to go right back to your telephone calls in just a moment. I'm joined by Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Dominic. Hello. So it is Friday. TGIF. Yes, yes. What do you have coming up? Uh, well, we're going to start this particular show as we do each and every Friday morning, where we give listeners an opportunity to ask questions about whatever they want. They want to ask questions about the Trump raid, local politics, national politics, or movies, whatever. Uh, the sky's the limit. We're going to take questions on any subject for the first hour. And then uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, obesity a little bit later on. Uh, I'm going to speak with a gentleman who says America's greatest national security threat isn't from North Korea or Russia or China. It's from childhood obesity. And it is causing a lot of problems, not only for people in this country right now, but it's going to get a whole lot worse unless we do something about it. So he's an interesting guy. And we're going to talk with him. Dr. Joe Galati. A fascinating show coming up in just minutes here on WABC. Let's try and get to as many of these phone calls as we can collectively. You select the next call. All right. Well, how about uh, how about uh, Jerry in Edison, New Jersey? Good morning, Jerry. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Yeah, good morning. Uh, I think that Trump could try something else tomorrow. They could say that they don't care what they do. They don't care if they open it or don't open it because they should just say as far as they're concerned, this is just like the search warrant is the start of the swamps 2024 election fraud right. too. But, hey, but Jerry, I, I don't think a federal judge will, will accept that. They, the, a federal judge is not going to allow that type of posturing. They're going to make team, we'll see if you're right, but they're going to make team Trump take a position. That may be so. I'm actually yeah, I was thinking more along the lines of Donald Trump should really hold a press conference and go through the litany of people such as Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, McCabe, 
Comey and uh, Clinton and all the different things that did wrong in the Russia one and Russia two, or uh, rather Ukraine and Russia and impeachment one, impeachment two, and everything that was found out about everybody, and just say, really, it doesn't matter what's in there. You can't believe it because unlike a policeman who pulls over a person who rolls through a stop sign, they have a camera on them. And the Democratic Party are the people that really led to policemen having cameras on themselves. And here they don't want that when dozens of FBI agents are going into the president's house, people who are going to maybe want to know how honest he is to be elected. We all know how we feel about the FBI at this point. How can that be correct to do that? Trump should just come out and lay it all on the line. Well, Jerry, we we thank you for the call. Let's go to uh, Mike in Queens. Good morning, Mike. You're talking to Frank Marano and Dominic. Uh, Gentlemen, real quick, uh, this comes on the anniversary of uh, Richard Nixon getting thrown out of office back in the 70s. So uh, it's a whole lot of connected that stuff. First of all, you have that. Second of all, if if anything nefarious was going to be hidden in relation to nuclear weapons, I doubt he'd hide it in the uh, in the house where he lives. And uh, just real quick, I, I just at what point does the FBI go after some uh, real criminals? Because it seems to me it's a lot of manpower being tied up in this constant persecution of Trump. And I'm I know Trump's no angel, but it just seems to me uh, to go on and on and on. But uh, anyway, great show. Your your callers covered a lot of ground, so my compliments to them and. Uh, uh, keep up the good work. Well, thank you, Mike, for the uh, call. Frank, you select the uh, next call. Well, how about uh, how about Zach in Ramsey? Good morning, Zach. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Dominic, I got to say, first of all, you're a man of integrity, and that's rare in this day. We need everybody, absolutely everybody, to have integrity in this world to be a better place. Secondly, I'm going to say, I think Trump mentioned he was going to expose everything, right? And we all know how corrupt it's been since uh, Eisenhower and Kennedy tried to tell us. And I believe that there's an ocean here that we're not seeing. You know, we're on the surface, and there's a lot going on underneath. And I believe that this is an exposure operation. And what was done and shown to us by the FBI may very well be that part of that exposure operation. So I think everybody should have faith. I see good things coming, and I'll listen to you. Go ahead. Okay. Well, thank you, Zach. And what I have to say right now is it's time for me to go and pass the mantle to Frank Morano. The other side of midnight is just about to start. You want to keep it right there. Frank will have this covered from beginning to end and many other topics. Folks, have a great weekend. The deadline is 3 p.m. today for Team Trump to respond. We will see what happens. Have a great weekend. I'll see you Monday. Talk Radio 77 WABC.